Hello, everyone, and welcome to Faith Talks. We're a podcast based out of Grace Community Church in Hudsonville, Michigan. My name is Levi Kiger, and I am from our high school ministries called Solid Ground, abbreviated as SG. Today, I'm joined by Seth Anderson. You can go ahead and say hello. Hello. And this is first time on the podcast, and he will be sharing his testimony. And I'm hoping that we will be able to glean some truth from it today. So Seth, before we get into your testimony, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, my name is Seth Anderson. I've been coming to Grace Community Church my whole life, and my family has been coming here for uh, over 25 years. Wow. Yeah. That's um, a long time. So I know this church pretty well. I know all the secret doors. Um, <laughs> many, many secret doors. Yes. And the dungeon. You can't forget the dungeon. <laughs> no, we can forget that. <laughs> um I love playing soccer, and I like making uh, videos as well. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm a big Barcelona fan. Um, it's a soccer team for those who don't know. Yes. All right. Well, you can go ahead and get into your testimony for us. And sure. And we'll be listening to that. All right. So as I said, I've been coming to Grace um, my whole life. So when I was... Um, six or seven, whatever age is boys club, um, I was in boys third, third grade, I think it started. For you, it was second grade, though. Rather. Yeah, I came in early. Um, I came with a friend, and so I started boys club pretty early, but um, I really just learned the truth there at boys club. I uh, I loved playing dodgeball with everybody. Right. For those who don't know, what was boys club? Boys club is uh, uh, third through sixth through sixth graders yep. of just boys and um, some leaders, and we would play dodgeball, and, uh, and then after dodgeball, we would go and do a lesson. Um, so I learned a lot uh, during that lesson time. I uh, That was the place where I learned about God, and I learned that he was real. So at that age, I believed that there was a God, um, but I didn't quite believe that he saved my sins right? and, and died on the cross. I, I didn't really understand that that much. Um, I do remember one night at Boys Club, my brother, my oldest brother, came and spoke, and uh, he did speak about that, and I did kind of get an understanding, um, but I didn't, I didn't truly believe in my heart yet. Um, so then flash forward uh, okay. to junior high, uh, where Levi's parents actually, yep. they took us on a trip in the winter to Camp Barakel, and it's a weekend trip, um, super fun. I would recommend going if anyone wants yeah, to it's, go. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's one of the best trips I've ever been on for a weekend. Um, <laughs> and so there the speaker talked about um, heaven and hell and... Um, just just talked about how Jesus came to save us and that he loves us and uh, there's a lot more that he's that he uh, talked about um, I can't remember uh, too much of it but I remember 
talking to the, my leaders and um, praying that night, um, saying, God, I believe that you died on the cross, or Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and that you came to save us. Um, and so I think that night I truly understood um, and believed. So, mm-hmm. uh, so and then after that, I went to high school right uh, high school uh, is the solid ground which is what uh, Levi mentioned earlier um, solid ground was so much fun my first uh, couple years um, <laughs> actually it's still fun I'm not right. saying I the mean, first yeah. couple years but um, I was chuckling because of your your long solid ground career yes I've been in solid ground for five years this is my last year so um, Finally graduated. Yeah, I know. I feel, I feel good about myself. I should probably explain. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not held back. No. Um, yeah, yeah. I went early, as I said, with a friend in second grade to boys club, and I stayed with that group of friends because I knew them all the way up to high school. And then I just stayed an right, extra yeah. year in high school. Um, but that was just in church, not in school. So in in school, I was normal. Um, well. Yeah, <laughs> I was <laughs> grade levelly normal. Yeah, yes. <laughs> no, I'm not normal. Um, but solid ground. Yeah, solid ground. Uh, so at the time, our head pastor County uh, was the the youth group um, pastor. Pastor, yeah, the youth leader. Before he'd become our lead teaching pastor. Yes, and um, I loved his teaching teachings. I I learned so much. Um, and uh, he was the one who actually baptized me, and I was, I think, a freshman or sophomore. I can't really remember, but um, I got baptized, and I just remember after getting baptized, uh, man, I had this big old smile on my face, and I felt really, felt really good and strong with my relationship with God. I just remember being excited that I was baptized. I mean, for those who were baptized, isn't that true like for you Levi how was how was your baptism experience because I just right I mean there's definitely something to be said for you you make a public declaration of your faith yeah and it gets you fired up Mm -hmm. because you're in front of all these people and you're like yes I love God yes I am a sinner yes Jesus died for my sins yes I'm gonna live for him you know and it really gets you really gets you fired up for me it was almost like when you get baptized it's more of like a people recognize you man you are a christian and i think that's what made me excited like i am a christian even though even though baptism doesn't make you a christian it's god calls you to be baptized but it doesn't make you a christian and so in my mind at that age i was like yo i am a christian like <laughs> right you know i can do whatever i want <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how it works that's that's not really how that works um so probably a year close to later i just remember thinking like, all right, I, I have to be reading my Bible every day and um, getting that um, daily bread uh, from that Bible, so, or from that Bible reading. And so uh, reading is just not very fun for me, I will say. Uh, I don't like reading. I never have. Um, I, I can't say I never will, mm-hmm. you know, never say never, but um, I don't like big words that I don't understand. There's many times where I would read 
the Bible and see this big word, and I can read it, but I don't understand it. Um, and I would just skip right over it and keep going. And I, to me, I think it was just I didn't want to take the time to figure out what that word meant. Right. And, um, so I remember just kind of skipping over stuff and, you know, finding shortcuts in a way. So that was a, a low point, um, I think, in my life. But um, in 2019, I was at Solid Ground, which is our youth group name, SG, a.k.a. SG. Um, and it was a Wednesday night. And for those who know about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this Wednesday was the night before uh, Endgame came out, the Avengers Endgame, the last Avengers, if you will, the 20-whatever right. movie. It was the biggest movie in history right now. Um, and I remember going to youth group, and I'm so excited. I, we already had our tickets. We bought them like three months before. Mm-hmm. So we get the opening one, you know. Is that the one like at midnight? Yeah, night? right, yeah. yeah. So we're like, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. And I told my parents, <laughs> I told my parents, I was like, all right, you got to watch Avengers Infinity War just to get an understanding because um, my dad knew, my mom not so much. She didn't really know what was going on. Right. So I had to um, <laughs> I had to <laughs> kind of explain. Fill her in. Yeah, I had to fill her in before. Um, so I go to SG and... I went there early. I'm helping set up and stuff, and uh, the projector wasn't working, and so I was like, "Oh, bummer, right?" And I was like, "Let me just jump up there." And one of the one of the guys on the sound and stuff, he was like, "Yeah, go ahead and just jump up there, Spider-Man, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I am Spider-Man." So I you know take out my phone wallet keys and stuff and i set them on the chair i'm 16 so i just got my license and so i'm running on these chairs and i'm like i'm just joking i'm not actually gonna like jump as high as i can because that i mean it's 12 feet in the air that projector that thing is so high right so i'm just playing around and the chairs weren't hooked so the last chair that i stepped on slid so my feet were in the air but my head was going straight for this concrete floor and I uh, hit my head really hard, really hard, and I cracked my skull and a concussion, and it went back. So it bounced. My head bounced. And it went back up, and I came down and I hit my face again, and I broke my nose. And then through all that, my wrist broke as well, and my wrist was shattered. There's this one little bone that apparently is important <laughs> <laughs> because I was in a cast for a while, but um, I. I shattered my wrist, and I just remember. Well, actually, I don't remember. You don't. <laughs> I was uh, completely knocked out, um, and so I. The only thing I do remember is touching the chairs with my feet, and then waking up and seeing my youth pastor County, and he said, "Seth, wake up, wake up!" And I'm like, "What? I'm like, what's going on?" And I thought I was sleeping in in my room. I was like, "What is Kaylee doing here?" Like <laughs> Why I was, is he in my house? I was freaking out because I was like, "What in the world?" Like I was like, "Did yeah. I?" Was like, "Is he just coming to pick me up for church or something?" Like I was like, "Did I sleep all day?" Mm-hmm. Anyway, so eventually my thoughts came back to me, and um, I remember going home, and my mom was saying, "She's like, well, you know, tell me what hurts and all that stuff." And I was like, "Yep, yeah, this, this, this," and uh, so that night. 
obviously I had a concussion. We didn't know that for sure, but it was pretty obvious. You know, right. my eyes were going, or my pupils were just dilating yeah. all over the place. Yep. And so I get home, and they're watching Avengers Infinity War. I'm like, yo, no way. And they're like, oh, but you can't watch it because you have a concussion. And I was like, uh, I was like, but what about tomorrow night? <laughs> because that was Endgame, and I have to watch that. And they said, maybe, just it depends how you're feeling, right? So at that moment, I was like, oh, my goodness. And for those who have broken anything or gone through that kind of, like, trauma er- like area in your life, like, I feel like it's almost like you're praying a lot or right. you're like, man, if I just what didn't do this or if I uh-huh. didn't, you know, just tracing all the things. I'm like, because I really couldn't do much. And so um, we go to the doctor first thing that next morning. And, you know, I get somewhat of a cast, this big old cast that's super annoying. And uh, and I finally, I do eventually go to Endgame. No, Endgame. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, more, much did, more important. I did, yeah, yeah, a little more important than the doctor. No, I did go to the doctor, but I, uh, I did go to Endgame as well that night. And I was very proud of myself for going with a concussion. Um, <laughs> don't, don't do this. Don't do like, <laughs> my, my concussion was very mild, so it wasn't that bad, thankfully. Um, and that's why I was able to go. Um, but I did go to the doctor and he just said, yeah, this, this bone is really fragile. You're going to like, you're going to be in this, at least a brace for your wrist for all summer. And I was like, are you serious? Like, that's not cool. So I had plans of doing landscape work all summer with my brother and that obviously can't happen I can't lift anything with my wrist so I was just kind of in this place where I was like man this my summer is just going to be the worst I can't do anything I was just very upset with with that um and my mom was actually on Facebook and she was like hey this camp we went we went to this camp like a couple years before and she's like hey this camp, uh, the Life Action Family Camp, wants help. And she's like, would you be interested in helping? And I was like, uh, yeah, I mean, if I can with my wrist. And so, uh, sure enough, they said yes, and I went down there. And uh, at Life Action Camp, I learned and grew in my faith with Christ um, so much. I also have so many good friends down there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what, what did you do while you were down there? Yes, Uh so there's all these crews that they put the people in. And so since I had a broken wrist, I got to get out of a lot of the <laughs> bad crews, if you will. There's no such thing as a bad crew because literally everything there is like, – they make it fun for everybody. The less desirable work. Yeah. So so there's like kitchen stuff, which to me, you know, eh, that's all right. But it, it's actually really fun. Um, I have done it, but not that year. So I couldn't do kitchen. I couldn't do – facilities work where you know carry on shovels and stuff like that and mm-hmm. I couldn't do a lot of things so they put me on the videography team and I didn't really know too much about um, cameras and how to like do video stuff besides like using your phone or you know so uh, this the my first week it was pretty much just me working the video stuff by myself and um so I did it, and I had a good couple mentors kind of help me uh, learn just a few things so I could at least get something for the campers. And so I did, and the 
the editor guy was like, wow, you actually got some really good shots. He's like, it's, he's like, it's pretty impressive for your first time. I was like, oh, really? Thank you. <laughs> and so I felt, felt good about that. And so then I was on the, the same team the next week. And another guy came in, um, and he knew a lot more than I did. And he just helped me, you know, get all the settings right for everything. And um, we, so and we're pretty good buddies now. And so uh, he, he helped me. And so the next week we just made this insane video. It was too good. And so then uh, I was like, I was only planning to work two weeks. And I asked the lady who's in charge. I was like, can I stay another week? I was like, I'm having way too much fun. And she's like, yeah, I think we can find you a bed. And I was like, sweet. So um, I stayed another week, um, and I was on the video team again. And I did a lot of video stuff. Um, and, yeah. And so at that moment, there's a lot of people um, asking, you know, like, so what do you want to do when you grow up, and what do you want to do with your life? After high school. Or even in high school. And um, I know a lot of people say, like, it's just, like, obviously, you don't have to know at that age and stuff, but, like, it's after after question after question of the same question, it gets kind of annoying yeah, for right. me. I don't know about Especially anybody else. Especially have a definitive answer. If you don't know what you're going to do, it is the saddest thing because you're like, you know, I just really don't know. <laughs> and, like, Work? Oh. Yeah, so, um, so I just remember being asked that so many times, and like, well, it's okay, you have time, and I'm you know, junior year rolls up, and they're like, oh, it's okay, you have time, senior year, well, you don't really have to know you now, I was like, I'm going to college next year, right? or maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you just um, kind of assume that that's what you're doing. Yeah, so, uh, I went to Careerline Tech Center in Ottawa County for video, um, for videography, which is uh, really cool, because where I found that love was at Life Action Camp, and um, looking back on it, um, a cool thing is it's kind of frustrating that I broke my wrist. I couldn't do the plans I had. Um, I couldn't do a lot of things. And in all that, it was for good. I went to that camp because of my broken wrist. I mm -hmm. found what I love to do. Um, even though that, I mean, that could still change, but I really, really do love making videos and using the camera. Um, and so... That's a career that you're looking into now. Yes, I am planning to go to college now um, at Motion Picture Institute in Detroit. Um, so, yeah, that career, um, hopefully I can, you know, get further in and see how far I can make it. But, uh, that, yeah, that is something that I am very thankful for now. And it's it's funny how things like that you don't see till till way later. I mean... That was a good six months till I realized I was like, hey, isn't that funny? If I didn't, you know, if I didn't shatter my head and my wrist, <laughs> right. I wouldn't have done this. Um, um, so, yeah, there was just a lot of uh, cool things that went on that summer. And I think 2019 was the best summer I've had. Um, yeah, so. Um, it's insane, like, what God is able to do with situations Yes. Where we don't know what's happening. Or we look at that and we say, that's unfortunate, that's unlucky, or this screwed up my plans. Mm -hmm. It screwed up what I wanted to do. And God's just like, no, no. See, I've got a plan. Yeah. You know? And it's not going to make sense right now. Well, and it's going to matter. Had, and he had that plan. And thankfully, as I 
I was very thankful that it wasn't my feet that were broken because, as I said earlier, I'm a, a big soccer player, so I got to do, you know, some stuff. Like, right. I could still play soccer that fall, which was a huge blessing. Um, Definitely. That's the mercy. But you think even if, you know, yeah, like know. even if that would have been terrible on one level, but that's something you love that's being taken away. I know. But in another way, you know what? God had that happen for a reason. Yeah. I think of myself who's a magician. Yeah. And if I were to break my wrist, that would be very, very aggravating. Yeah. Because that's something I love to do that I love to relate to people with that I wouldn't be able to do for a long time. And it'd be very hard to serve God through that. So I commend you for that. Yeah, well, thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, it is weird when you um, when you lose something, you don't realize how much you want or need that something mm -hmm. until you lose it. So, you know, going from right hand to left hand, suddenly I'm playing basketball with my left hand and I'm, you know, can actually like do stuff with my left hand, which is kind of a cool thing to learn. But, you know, as soon as you get your right hand back, it's, <laughs> it just kind of comes back. Um, that dominance just takes over. But, um, so yeah, that summer I learned, um, just a lot in my faith with God. I, I, uh, I came back from camp and I actually went on a mission trip with the SG group to Rainy River, mm -hmm. which is in Canada. And uh, I've been on that trip before, the year before, and still as great as it was. Um, yeah. You know, you learn so much down there too, um, doing the daycare for the kids and just being like, you know, I'd go down there with a broken wrist and um, I'd still... I'm so much more blessed than I will ever know. Right. I mean, those kids, they, they, they have, they have m more things than other kids, like in third world countries. But like, you still just go down there and you're like, man, I'm even with this broken wrist, man, take my other wrists, and I would still have more. Right. So. It, it's crazy to think about how much we have to be grateful for. Yeah. Honestly. So I think it's interesting with your testimony how it can kind of be divided into like three different stages of life, right? The different grades that you've been through. Yeah. Especially involved with our ministries at our church. Mm -hmm. You know, you the pivotal points you've talked about happened in, or in Boys Club or in Clay, which is our junior high, or in Solid Ground, which is our high school, right? Mm -hmm. And kind of dividing them into those. I, th I think that's interesting how that played out in your life, how God had that play out in your life. Yeah, well, I think it, it definitely took a... Um, a big like grace is a big toll on my life like I, I've gone here um, and it's something that I have been doing my whole life so it's something that I'd like too and it's not right it's been a big part of your life yes yes um, yeah how has your relationship with God been growing in the past couple of years well, as I said earlier, I, I don't really love reading. Um, right. And so I I um, still try to uh, keep ahead of my reading stuff. It's it's not easy all the time, you know, especially for me. I don't I don't love to read stuff, but I know that I have to. I know mm -hmm. it's it's a uh, it's something I need. Um, and especially as you 
go into junior and senior year, life just gets super busy. Like, and I know it, it's going to get busier. I know it's going to get, um, harder, but, um, just not used to it. I guess you just gotta have to make time, um, which is very hard. Right. So, so what are strategies that you've employed to make sure that you're getting into the word and, and gleaning from it? Yeah. Um, well, okay, so usually I used to read earlier in the morning, um, but <laughs> I eventually just started not doing that because I got way too tired all the time. I was exhausted, and I always had to wake up early, and I just didn't feel like that was – I didn't have that joy of, like, I didn't want to read. I, I would rather sleep in. Mm-hmm. I would rather um, – so there's a lot of times where you would be, like, sleeping, and you would see it – you know, your alarm goes off for this time to get up and read your Bible, and a lot of times you're just like, I, I'll read it later today or something like that. Right, you put it off, and yeah. then it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, and then – I uh, did reading at night, which I thought was, uh, I liked that. Um, I do like reading at night. I still do that sometimes. But usually it's sometime just in the middle of the day. I will um, just be sitting there on my phone or something, and then uh, I'll just look down, and there's my Bible there, and I'll be like, you know, I should at least at least do 15 minutes of reading. Right. And just get some, get some stuff done. So... Um, yeah, I, I don't – everyone will learn differently. I think everybody has it's their true. different things. So um, if if that helps, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're in, a, you're in a great position too to, to minister to people and share that with people. You know, as someone that, that's reading isn't their, their gift or their passion, you know, where that kind of book learning, you know, that, that's something that isn't for everyone in certain ways, right? But we're given the Bible as a book intentionally as a book yeah and so when we're called to read it and serving that even when you know it's hard or even when you, know, you don't understand things that, that's commendable and being in a position to say this is how i've gone through that this is how i've overcome that are there any like reading plans that you follow or reading guides um back when i well, uh, it's been a while it's probably been a couple of years but there were at grace at church um there, they gave out these like reading guide like, like things. walk through the Bible in a year, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and then you know it would take you through pretty much all all the Bible. No, it would, it would, it would. Right. not pretty much, it would. Um, and I did that a couple of years, and now, right now, I'm just uh, going through uh, a book by book, and just going through right now, mm-hmm. and uh, trying to get a, a deeper understanding. Instead of just reading through. And so, yeah. For sure. Yeah. What have you found helpful in battling sin in your life in the past few years? Or even more recently than that? Um, I would say, you know, you're not, you're not alone in your sin. You're not the only one that sins in the world. You have friends. You have... And, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hard conversation with your friends if you bring it up, but it's it's worth it because you can keep each other accountable and um, and even just uh, pray for one another. Um, 
yeah i would just say so prayer and accountability partners yeah are a big thing for sure i feel that and even if you can't like get together and see each other just call mm-hmm. even though you know it's it might be a little difficult to call and find like the right time but um right we're, it, we're social beings yeah and the friends that we have the family mm-hmm. that we have those are resources yeah and we can use them so that we can better glorify god because that is our goal and that is what we want to do with our lives Mm-hmm. Is there anything final you'd like to say as encouragement or as exhortation to any of the people listening? Well, this might sound <laughs> cliche, but, you know, uh, God has a plan that we talked about earlier. Right. Um, you might not see it. You might not believe it. But I know, we know, that there is one. And... Um, you know, back to when I was in boys' club, you just have to believe. Uh, and that's, you know, I believed that there was a God. And so now you just have to believe that there is a God working um, through everyone's lives. So, Right? There's peace and there's comfort in that. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for a reason, even if it's a shattered wrist, even if it's a shattered foot. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And we're given those things and we glorify God through them and he uses those. And by that... You found your passion. Yeah. And what you think God might be calling you to do, which is mm-hmm. what you're pursuing for their education in. How great of a God. How great of a God. Agreed. Very true. Well, Seth, thank you for coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. We've definitely appreciated it. And hopefully this podcast, this will be an encouragement for many who are listening. See you guys. As always, at the end of our podcast, we'd like to take a moment and share the gospel with you. The gospel today is going to come from Deuteronomy 31, verse 6. And it says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Guys, this is truth and this is real. He will not leave you, he will not forsake you, even in the midst of your doubts. If he loved you enough that he would come and save us from our sins where he died for us, where he put all of his sins on Jesus' back and we said, he is our savior. How much more will he love us now that he will not abandon us in the midst of our struggles after having died for us? Just as this verse reads, he goes with us. And that is open to you, that comfort, that peace, knowing that our sins have been laid on the back of Jesus knowing that we are no longer responsible for those sins, but rather that we have a Savior that has made us free. That is a great burden. That is great peace. And I invite you to be able to take that today. If you don't already have a home church, we welcome you to jump in with Grace Community Church. We're located at 3500 New Holland Street in Hudsonville, Michigan. We have morning services on Sunday at 9 and 11. And we have Wednesday night services, 645 for our youth group. If that's not an option for you, I invite you, please reach out to a trusted friend or adult 
or a pastor or a church in your area to get set up on your lifelong journey with God because this is real. And I guarantee you it will be the best decision that you choose to make to commit your life to him. I know it is for me. And I ask that you would at least look into it. Just look into it and see what God will do with it. Go out in peace.